we stand before you today with a heart full of gratitude for the privilege to be counted among the living for the good health you have given to us our Lord and our King we say thank you Heavenly Father and blessed be your name forever we are not taking your happenings and the doings in our lives for granted but Father even with this testimony alone our hearts are full of gratitude. We say thank you, Heavenly Father. For the good health, for the protection, for the grace, for the mercies, for the forgiveness that, Lord, you have shown us. We say thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. We say thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. We say thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. As a church, as a family, and as individuals, from the deepest of our hearts, Lord, we say thank you. We bless you for the privilege and the honor once again to gather all of us before your presence once again. We are here before your presence, Lord, to receive from you, to be empowered for another week. Lord, we pray that let your hand come upon us mightily today. Let everyone leave this place with a touch from heaven. We have gathered unto you, not unto any man. Receive our thanksgiving and receive our praise. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. We are in a month of advancement and every area of your life must advance. And please, you must believe and accept that it is God who advances a man's life. No matter how brilliant and smart you may be, it is God to advance your life. The Bible says, it's not to him that willeth or him that runneth, but it is God who showeth mercy. If you think you can do it by your strength and by yourself, let me tell you, you are disappointed in advance. And you are failed in advance. If you think that you can make it by your education, by your smartness, by your connections, by your influence, by who you know, please, you will never go far. It takes God to advance in life. Without God, you will never see proper and good advancement. That is the reason why I'm excited for you. Because you know God, therefore, your life can never be at the same place. I said your destiny and your future can never be at the same place. God will advance your life. Hallelujah. We read some few scriptures, especially I want us to base my sermon on the first one, um, anchor scripture for the month, 2nd Samuel 22, 29, and the verse 30. He said, you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turns my darkness into light. So there is a God who turns things around for you. No matter the darkness that you are walking in, he is a light and he can make light for you in the midst of your darkness. If you don't know God, you are the most pitiable person because your darkness will consume you. But if you have God with you, he said, my God will make what? You are my lamp and the Lord turns my darkness into light. No man can turn your darkness for you. except God. And the verse 30, listen to what he says. Verse 30, he says that with your help, I can advance against a troop. Other verses you said, with your help, with my God, I have run through troops. With my God, I can scale a wall. Now, what is a troop? When the Bible talks about a troop, very simple definition is a troop is a multitude. So many. For example, we can call our number here a multitude. And David said, with my God, I can run through multitudes. Can you imagine all of you here gathered together and you are preventing me to go to the other side? Do you think it's going to be easy for me to run through you? No, it's not going to be easy. Even the first man in front can even stop you. 
He said, with my God. So that is a troop for you. A troop is a multitude. It's also many people. It's a company or a body of soldiers who have organized themselves. That's what David was referring to. Organize themselves to resist you and to prevent you and to destroy you. Or to come against you. That is a troop. But he said, with my God, I can run. I can defeat such a huge number of people. Now, when the Bible talks about a troop, it's simply an army of men in their multitude. It simply talks about forces. Spiritual forces you can never see with your physical eyes. Now, we are not fighting against physical human beings as a child of God. But you are fighting against troops, spiritual troops that your physical eyes can see. That's why Paul said, we are not wrestling against flesh and what? So put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and what? Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 11 downwards. So we are against the truth, but they are not flesh and blood, but against rulers. Number one. Against the authorities. Number two. Against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual what? Forces of evil in the heavenly realms or heavenly places. So yes, we are fighting against truth, but the truths that we are fighting against, who are coming against us, are not physical, but they are spiritual. But listen to what David said. He said, with my God, I can run. I can overcome no matter the truth, no matter their number, no matter the forces, I can be able to overcome them. Beloved, listen to me. With your God with you, no matter the forces from your background and from your home, you are still declared as overcomer. Please, there are forces in this life. There are wicked forces in this life that are preventing us, that are fighting against us. He said, with my God, I have run through them. With God with you, no matter the forces from your background, from your family, from wherever they are coming from, they can never stand with you because your God is with you. That is the reason why you should not be so much worried about the things against you. You must be concerned about who is with you. Because when God is with you, your enemies become nothing before him. When God is with you, you never be afraid of witches and wizards and principalities or what the devil can do. When God is with you, you can never walk in fear. Glory to God. So please, the answer to your fear about the witches and wizards and the forces is the God in your life. By you, I have run through troop with my God. I can overcome every forces, every wickedness, every demonic attacks. Listen to me from today. May every fear of the enemy about witches and wizards die from today in the name of Jesus. How many of you are still afraid? When you are sleeping, you are afraid. I mean, you are full of fear in your... Many of you are like that. Your outside looks so bold, but your inward is full of fear. Some of you, when you are sick right now, only God knows. The least thing that happens to you, you are scared of. You think that there are witches and there are wizards and uh, people from everywhere trying to bewitch your life. But from today, all your fears are giving way. Amen. I said, all your fears are giving way in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say to yourself, I will never be afraid. Because God is with me. Listen to what David said in Psalm 27 from verse 1 to 5. Very powerful scripture there. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? It's okay, let's go on. Whom shall I do what? Fear. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, those who are against me, come up upon me to eat up my flesh, they will do what? Oh, they will do what? They will stumble and fall. How many of you believe that all your enemies will stumble and fall? Amen. Spiritual, whatever. You see, I, I'm trying to make the reference to why David said, my God, with my God, I can't run. Now, the title of our message today is God the Advancer. 
or the God who advances. Let me put it that way. The God who advances. And I'm laying emphasis on the reason why God must be prominent in your life. Because God is the foundation for every advancement. With my God, I can advance. So without God, there is no what? Advancement. Please, you can go to school, you can be this, you can work, you can do, you can be smart, you, whatever. If God is not part of it, your life will still remain the same. The God who advances. And David said, with my God with me, I can run. Because listen to me, money cannot pay for demons to leave you. Can you see a witch and give the police? I beg you, take this thousand candles. Don't worry me again. Can you do that? They don't take money. They don't take anything. I said the troops represent evil forces. And you don't deal with sad things with the physical. It takes a spiritual being to help you to deal with them. So with my God, I can run against. I can run through them. No matter the attack from my family. They are bombarding me from here. And listen to all of us are fighting with something. All of us. All of us. So as the family you have been born to, the things that are in your family, only God knows. If God doesn't help you from where you are coming from, you, you, no matter how high you go, but he said, with my God, everybody say, with my God. I see you running through every forces in your family, forces at your workplace, forces in your neighborhood, no matter where they are coming from. Human enemies who pretend they love you, I see you running through you. You will run through them. You run through them. You run through them. With my God, with my God. Glory to God. He said, when the wicked and even my enemies and my foes come up to eat up my flesh, they will stumble and they will fall. Sometimes when people tell me their dreams, when they have the bad dreams and I hear by the end of the dream, they will say that, oh, and I overcame. Somebody was fighting with me and I pushed the person that I sometimes very happy. Because at the end of the battle, you must emerge as victorious. No matter what you are going through, you must end up as a victorious person. Please move on. He said, though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not do what? Fear. Though war should rise against me, in this I will be confident. When people rise up against me, when there are force against my life, even in the midst of that, I will be confident. Why? One thing I have desire of the Lord, that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Holy Day and to inquire of his what? Of his temple. Verse 5. For in the time of trouble, he shall do what? Hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide. I see God hiding you from today. And in the secret of his tabernacle, he will hide me. He shall set me up upon what? Upon a rock. Glory to God. When God is with you, fear has no place. Fear has no foundation in your life. That's why I said, I see every fear giving way for your life from today. In the name of Jesus. No matter the truth, no matter the attacks. David did not only talk about truth, but he also talks about, he said, with my God, I can also leap. Everybody say leap. Now, the word leap also means to jump. He said, for by thee, I have run through a troop. By my God, I have leaped over a wall. I have jumped. And you see, in those days, because one of their protection for every people is their wall. And I think we can know, get this from the Jericho, the wall of Jericho. The walls were always their protection. So when they are putting up walls, they are thick and tall. Some of the walls, you need to join almost about 10 people to get to the top of the wall. There's one particular scripture in the Bible where some people wanted to carry, a, a, I mean, go, on, uh, go over a wall and they have to join people. And that's what happens. David said, with my God with me, no matter how high, no matter how tall, 
the war may be, I will just go back and I'll begin to run. And I'll pray it from the scriptures to you. How God made people to run to do certain things. And I will run with the running. The moment I take one step and I move my leg, he said, God will catapult me and give me lift from my feet and cause me to jump over a wall that from the human point of view, I cannot be able to jump. Now, in the scripture, whenever you see walls, walls represents resistance. It represents opposition. It represents things that prevent you from going to the other side. Now, with your God with you, whatever that is standing on your way that doesn't want you to make any progress, to move on and to go forward. David said, with my God with me, I will not break it, but I will jump over it. And the world that thought I can never be able to overcome, it will be behind me. That is the grace that is coming upon you today. I said, that is the grace that is coming upon you today. The grace to jump, to leap over every limitation. Walls are there to protect. You can't enter. You can't. Walls represent a limitation. It keeps you at the same place. But with my God, every limitation is broken. Amen. God, with the God that you are serving with you, every limitation you will be able to overcome them. Every opposition you will be able to overcome them. Every resistance you will be able to overcome them. In the name of Jesus. This week and from now to the end of the year, I see you overcoming every war. I see you leaping. I see you jumping over every war with the help of the Lord. Listen to me. Things that look so impossible and so difficult, I see the grace to overcome them. I see the grace jumping over them being released upon you this week. I said they are coming over you in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. It can be a health challenge. It can be a health war. It can be an educational war. It can be a financial war. It can be, I mean, I mean, financial, whatever it is. I see the grace jumping over that war being released upon you from today. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I said that grace is coming upon you from today in the name of Jesus. How many of you believe that God is giving the grace to overcome every war, to leap over every war? Yeah. Because listen to me. All of us are one or the other are fighting with wars. So there are resistance in our lives. All of us are struggling with limitations. Limitations. We are all struggling with limitations. Please. You need God with you to help you. You need God. Some of us, unless God helps you, you can never marry. Unless God helps you, you can never make it in this life. Unless God, because the wars, the oppositions are too much. Unless God helps you, you can never educate your children. Unless God helps you. Unless God helps you, you can never even give birth. Unless God helps you. Unless God. Because where you are coming from, the resistance, the opposition. I see the help of the Lord coming upon you from today. I see God helping you from today. Your life will do well. Your destiny shall do well. In the name of Jesus. Say to yourself, I will do well. Please say the conviction, I will do well. Hallelujah. So it is God who makes a difference. In our lives. You will need God all the rest of your life. You will need God till you die. I said you will need God till you do what? You say your last word. You will need God from now till you. Even in your death, you will still need God. Even in your death, you will need him. After death, you will still need God. With my God, with my God, I can run. With my God, I can jump. I can leap over a wall. With God, 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 with God. With everything with God, with God, everything with God, everything with God. With God, I can run. With God, I can live. With God, I can overcome. With God. Please let this God thing enter you. And
and accept and believe that you can never do anything in this life without this man. You can never. You can never. Glory to God. You will need him forever in your life. Listen to what David said in Psalm 71. In his old age, from verse 1 to 9. With God with me. With God. How David's desperation for God. He said, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust? Let me never be put to shame. Deliver in thy righteousness. Cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. He said, be thou my strong refuge to, to which I may resort continually. You have given the commandment to save me for you are my rock and my what? My fortress. Deliver me, O God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. He said, by you I have been upheld from birth. He said, by you I have been what? Upheld. Because of God, you'll be, your life will be lifted up. He said, by you I have been upheld from birth. You are he who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of you. I have become as a wonder to many. But you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. And look, can we already, I mean, read the verse 9. Want to go? Do not cast me off in the time of what? Do not forsake me when my strength fails. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. You will need God till you die. You will need God the rest of your life. I said, You will need God. Tell the person, You need God. You need God. You need God. David said, when I'm old and I can't pray again, when I'm old and I'm weak, when I'm praying, I can't read my Bible again, when I'm old, I can't come to church again. Say, my word is Oh, Oh, say, my word is Oh, Sing one more time. Sema, what is a Sema? Oh, Sema, what is a Sema, what is a can you please tell the person you will need God the rest of your life and tell the person you will need God forever you need God forever hallelujah everything begins with him and everything ends with him there are things in this life only God can help you only God can make them to come to pass only God. So you need God. Now why is God so important in our advancement? Why is God so important in your advancement? Number one, because he polishes the rejected. He polishes the what? The rejected. Why you need God? Because it's a month of advancement. Moving on. You can never advance without God. Your life can never make progress without God. You need God in the area of advancement because God will... He, Polishes the rejected. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 from verse 26 through 31. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 26 through 31. Listen to what it says. Say, for you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh. Is that according to your calling, when God called you, not many of you were wise in the wisdom of the world. Not many mighty, not many noble are called. 
Give me the NIV. But God chose the what? The foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. You see, God is always interested in weak things. Why God is important in your life? Why you need God so that you can be able to advance is because, please, it's God who can take you from where you are and put you at where you want to be. No man can do that for you. And he does not even take the wise. He takes the foolish, the foolish, the despised. Nobody here wants to work with a foolish person. How many of you want to befriend a foolish person? Even there was a husband who was a foolish man and the wife left him. Oh, it's in the Bible. Is that not so? Abigail said, so he's a foolish man. Don't mind him. And David married a woman. Nobody wants to work with foolish people. But the Bible said the foolish things that we don't like, God would pick up those foolish things and use them to confound them. But God chose the foolish of the world to shame the what? The wise. God will pick you from nowhere and cause men to know that he can do what no man can ever do in your life. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. The weak, everybody say the weak. Yeah. God is always interested in the weak. The things that people don't like People have rejected. And I see you as a candidate that God wants to use to polish. To better other people's lives. In the name of Jesus. Please roll on. He chose the lowly things of this world. And the despised things. And the things that are not. To nullify the things that are. So that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness. I mean holiness and redemption. And verse 31. Therefore, as it is written, let him who boast. But please, from today, your boast shall be in the Lord alone. Because what God is about to do in your life, no man can ever do in your life. God is going to do something that your boast shall only be in him. He will do things for you. No man can ever do for you. Glory to God. The reason why he is part of our advancement is because he polishes the rejected. I see God polishing your life from today. I said, I see God polishing your life from today. In Luke chapter number 8 from verse 1, there is a woman called Mary Magdalene. I think we all know a bit about her. This is a woman that, according to the scriptures, Jesus cast out about seven demons out of her. I'm talking about God picking bad things to glorify himself. According to the scriptures, Mary, her real name is not a Magdalene. Magdalene is talks about where she comes from, her background. And Magdalene around the, around the Galilee area was known for prostitution. So they tag her name Mary Magdalene. Even though it's not in the Bible, but Bible historians believe that that Magdalene which was attached to her name simply meant she was a prostitute. That's the reason why I even believe that the woman who poured the alabaster uh, full of oil and perfume on the feet of Jesus was Mary Magdalene. And one of the disciples said, ah, if you know the kind of woman who is touching you, they were referring to Mary Magdalene. Listen to what happened in Luke chapter 8. After Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God, the twelve were with him. Verse 2. And also some women who had been cured of evil what? Spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene from whom seven demons had what? This woman Mary Magdalene, even though she was not a right person, a person full of demons and and all kinds of things. But then Mary became very close to Jesus. When Jesus was being crucified, Mary was there. At this barrier, Mary was the one who even led the team, the group. Let's go. When everybody left, Peter and James, all the disciples left, Mary was the one who was left at the tomb. And Mary was the one who first saw even Jesus face to face. 
God will take the fullest things of this world. The useless, the rejected, the empty, the nothing. Glory to God. I see God picking your life from nowhere. That is the reason why God matters in your life. God matter. God matter. Can you imagine you are not coming from a very good place. Your background is difficult and you don't have God. Or you are serving God and you are serving God some way. Then your problems will be multiplied. Amen. Amen. I see God helping us from today. Amen. We need God for advancement because he polishes the reject. Number two. Why God is so important in advancement? Because he's an expert in transforming impossible situations. God is an expert in transforming impossible situations. Things that are not possible from human understanding, he's able to do it easily for you. Psalm 113, the verse 7. This was the same song that um, Hannah sang when the Lord came through for her, when she gave birth to Samuel. Psalm 113, verse 7. He said, he raises the poor from the where? And lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sits them with princes, with the princes of their people. Row. He settles the barren woman in a home as a happy mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. This is God for you. How many believe that you need God to lift you up from where you find yourself? It will take God to change your situation for you. It will take only God. David is a typical example of a man who found himself in the back of the desert and the Lord took David from nowhere. Can you imagine David's life without God? Even when the prophet Samuel went to the house to anoint somebody as a king, David was not part of them. But the Lord said, no, send for this boy and let this boy come. When David came, he was the one that the Lord took from nowhere and anointed David as the king over Israel. You know God? God will take you from nowhere and places you somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That is God for you. He will pick you from nowhere. Some of us, we are coming from far, far away. When I say far away, you have to know where I'm coming from. Very far. Very far away. But God will pick you from nowhere. As Pastor Esba said, if you know where some of us are coming from, you will know that your situation, God can change it for you. Hallelujah. I see God advancing your life from where you are, taking you to the top, picking you from the dust. Dust. Some of you are full of dust. God must pick you from the dust. And he's cleaning, he's polishing you. You are in the process of polishing. God is polishing your life. God is taking your life and your destiny somewhere. Hallelujah. I said, can you imagine David without God? Where his life would have been? If God had not spotted David. Hallelujah. What he did for David, I see God doing the same thing for you. In the name of Jesus. So God is an expert in transforming impossible situations. They become impossible. Number three. Why is God so important in advancement? Because he brings speed to your destiny. He brings speed to your destiny. In 1 Kings chapter number 18 from verse 41 through 46. About a very wonderful story about the prophet Elijah and the priest of Baal. When they met at Mount Camel and the Bible says that the prophet was able to defeat them. He said to the king Ahab. He said, now I see that God wants to visit this nation with rain. Listen to what happened. He said, then Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink. For there is the sound of abundance of what? Because there had never been rain for a long period. We are talking about God who gives you speed in your destiny. Hmm. Please roll. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Camel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. And said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. 
Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Ahab did what? He rode, I mean, on his chariot and went to where? Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon who? Elijah. And he gathered up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. And Ahab told Jezebel. I mean, that's the end of it. But the Bible said that when, before Ahab even got to Jezreel, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah the prophet and he outran the chariot of Ahab. So before Ahab got to Jezreel, Elijah was already there. We serve a God who gives speed. Everybody says speed. You see, there are some of us, unless God gives you speed, your life is too late. Because you have made a lot of mistakes. You have taken wrong steps. Things that should have come to you have delayed. God must find a way to give you a speed. So that all the things that you have missed, God will give you the speed to be able to catch up. And you are serving this kind of God who can be able to give you speed to outrun all those who have gone ahead of you. You need this God to give you the speed to outrun. And please listen to me. With this God, nothing will be too late for you. No matter all those who have gone ahead of you, I see this God giving you the speed to outrun. The first shall be last and the last shall be the first. I see God bringing you from the back and putting you in front. All the things that seem so impossible and so difficult. There are some of us who have given up in certain areas of our lives. You think it's too late. You have made a lot of mistakes and then you took wrong steps and you think it's so bad things can never work for you. But we serve a God of speed. Hmm. Bible says he rides on the winds. Listen to me. Some of you, the speed God is about to give you, it will surprise people. Yeah. Everybody say speed, 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 speed. How many of you want God to give you speed at certain areas of your life? There are certain things that are delaying. You need speed. The speed God has given to us, may that same speed come upon you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We serve a God of war. Speed, speed is coming on your way. Yeah. He said, with my God, I can overcome. I can run through the troop and have leap also over the wall. You need God. I say you need God. That's what David said. There is nothing I desire except this God. Because it's only God who can give me the speed. It's only God who can help me. It's only God who can transform my life. And listen to what he said in Psalm, Psalm 73 from verse 25 through 26. Psalm 73, 25 through 26. God is all that you need. Because with God, I can have speed. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing upon earth that I desire besides what? Verse 26. My flesh and my heart fail it. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. <laughs> God is my portion forever. Is God. Nobody can take God away out of my life. I am cleft to him forever, forever. Because with God, I can leap. With God, I can leap over the wall. With God, I can overcome the troop. No matter the challenge, no matter the difficulty. With God, with God, with God. People of God, let's guard jealously the relation between us and God. Let's guard this relationship. He said, with my God, with my, you, you, you must own God. God must become your own. Do everything to protect this relationship with God. So one of the things that you must desire 
in a month of advancement is you must advance in your spiritual relationship with God. Advance in your relationship with God. Because with this God with you, everything becomes possible. He will polish the foolish. He, he makes impossible situations possible. He gives you speed that even if the thing is dead, he can bring them back to life. Ah. So keep this relationship, desire to advance in your spiritual relationship with him. How many of us are really advancing in your, in your work with God? You are, you, you are advancing in your work, in your work with God. Many of us not. Many of us, we are stagnant. We are still the same. We are not growing in, our, in the things of God. We are not advancing the way we are supposed to. Therefore, our lives and our destinies are still the same. Today, every grace that you need to advance in your work with God, may that grace come upon you. Amen. I say, may that grace come upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us are, you, you are doing well in your work with God? Many of us are not doing well. How many of us are doing well in your Bible study life? In your prayer life? How many of us are doing well in our fasting? How many of us are doing well in your church attendance? We are not advancing in our work with him. We are not advancing in our spiritual life. So our lives are the same. Because if you don't advance in your work with God, you can never advance in the physical. Many of us are going backward. You are stagnant and you are going back. But whatever has kept you at the same place, taking you back to where you came from, may God deliver us from that in the name of Jesus. Let's look at a church, the church in Galatia that has suffered this problem. Galatians chapter number 3, from verse 1 to 5. A church that was not advancing. A people that were not advancing. The people. The Galatian church. Galatians chapter 3. Listen to what Paul said concerning them. The whole church, the whole members were becoming some way. <laughs> All foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who's bewitching the church? That you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having, listen to this where the main emphasis is. Having begun in the spirit, you are now being made perfect by the flesh. This one is okay. So you began so well as a spiritual person. But now, so spiritual, but now you are going back. You used to be afraid of sin. You used to hate evil. In those days, lies. Lies from where? When you gave your life to But now, lies has become your food. You are going backward. We are not advancing. You have begun in the spirit. How many of you know that your spiritual life has come down? It has really come down. Be sincere. Your spiritual life, your work with God. You used to be so spiritual. You used to be so powerful. You, I mean, you used to hate evil and bad things. But now, they are your friends. How many of you can smile and lie at the same time? Hallelujah. You are beginning in the spirit, but you are ended in the flesh. We are not progressing in our spiritual work with God. No, you can tell, you can tell that your work with God is, you are not becoming more spiritual, you are becoming more carnal. The things that you, you are not even doing, now you are doing them. May God have mercy on us. Let's look at another person called Demas, who also was not growing in a spiritual work with God. Demas, 2 second, second Timothy chapter 4, the verse 10. 2 Timothy 4, the verse 10. Listen to what it says. He said, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and I departed for Thessalonica, Christians for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. Demas started as a pastor, but he backslided. He came as a spiritual person. I know pastors who are selling mobile phones now. I told you, one of them has married a Chinese woman. I've told you. When the wife is trying to misbehave, he will tell the wife, don't forget I'm a pastor. He said, hey, you used to be a pastor. You're not... <laughs> <laughs> you used to be a pastor, now you are not a pastor. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Demas, you are beginning the spirit. But now, 
You will never backslide in the name of Jesus. I said you will never backslide in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I see you advancing in your work with God. So spiritually you must do what? You must advance spiritually. Maybe let us look at the last one. Revelation 2 from verse 1 to 5. The church in Ephesus. What Jesus said about them. Revelation 2 from verse 1 to 5. He said, to the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Look at verse 5. Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Anybody who has forgotten their first love or his first love, he has fallen. Where is your first love? Your first love. Can you ask the person, where is your first love? Um, ask the person, who has taken your first love? Some of you is men. They will break your heart for you. Go to Pantine. About 80% of the women there are due to love problems. I'm dying for you. <laughs> Some of you, if you don't hear from a man for a day, you will die. So if, if the man you are with or the woman you are with leaves you, you will commit suicide. No, I'm telling you. If the boy who has promised to marry doesn't marry you, you will die. Take it from you, you will die. Many of you, a man is your Jesus. A woman is your Jesus. When they leave you, you will die. Your job is your Jesus. You love what you do than God. You love your wife more than God. You love your husband more than God. You love your children more than God. You love money more than God. Remember your first love. You have fallen. Who has taken that love? How, how deep do you love God? How, how well? Do you still love him the way you still love him? No, 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 no. We don't love him. It's just math. We talk. How many of you love God? Everybody will lift up their hands. But our deeds and our actions doesn't show that we really love him. Yeah. One day I told my wife, we we're discussing about something and I told her, I said, if you leave me, I will not die. <laughs> and she also looked at me and she told me, if you also leave me, I will not die. I said, great, wonderful, then let's go. <laughs> no, Why should a man kill you? Why should a woman kill you? Why should a loss of job kill your life? I mean, destroy your life. Who is your first love? I love, I, I love my wife, but I love God more than her. She lost me, but she lost God more than me. I know, that's what I know. I said, there are some of you, if a man leaves you right now, you will commit suicide. You see your post on the, the, this thing. So women have gone mad. When you give your heart to rock things, that's why I always tell the young men here, don't fall in love. No. Stand. Take Stand. Yeah. Fall in love with Jesus. Love your husband, love your wife through God. So that when they misbehave, you'll still be moving on. Glory to God. May that grace come upon us from today. Amen. Remember your first love. Remember your what? Remember. My last scripture in closing. Hallelujah. Amen. Many of us, we've missed our first love. That's why you're not seeing advancement in your life. One of the things that I think that has made God to bless us as a church is our love for the things of God. Because God knows that whatever he gives us, it's it not coming to us as individuals, but it's going out to reach out to the needy and all that. Please remember your first love. There are many of you, one of the things that can tell you that you have, you have fallen from your first love is in Hebrews chapter number 5 from verse 12. Hebrews 5. 12. This is one of the proof signs that you are falling in your first love. Hebrews 5.12. I'm closing. Hebrews 5.12. So for though by this time, so he's talking about the person next to you, you ought to be what? Bitches. He said, do for do by this time. The person sitting next to you. He said, by this time, you should have been what? Some of you should have been standing here to preach. And I'm sitting here. I should have been going all around the branches and not moving here and there, going there and all, all over. You should have had 
so many of you passing the branches, leading here and all. He said, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of what? Oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. Roll. Look at verse 13. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. Hallelujah. May you never become a baby from today. The way you complain shows that you are a baby. Always complaining. Talk this and that. And when I was sick, nobody visited me. You were a baby. Baby complain. I'm telling you. We have to tell you, come to church. Oh, covenant family, come. You don't come. You are still a baby. Some of you, we have seen you today. We will see you the next month, the next two months. Babes. We still need to teach you the elementary. Verse 12. So you, to teach you again the first principles of the what? The first principles. You know, some of the first principles is church attendance. Hebrews uh, 10.25. Is it one of the first principles? We should not forsake the assembly of the brethren, always meeting together. So, anybody who doesn't come to church, I mean, regularly, you are a baby. No, no, it should be a regularly. If you don't come to evening services as well, I see you becoming more spiritual. I said, I see you developing your spiritual work with God. I see you advancing in your work with God. And all things will become possible for you in the name of Jesus. People of God, it's only God who can advance your life. Therefore, build your relationship with him. Give me the anchor scripture again as I close. Second Samuel 22, 29 and 30. Please first. Can we all stand to our feet as we read the scripture in closing? Can we read it together? One to go. For you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord shall enlighten my darkness. I see God enlightening your darkness from today. Verse 30. For by you I have run through what? By my God I have lived over a world. I see you overcoming every challenges and difficulties in your life. He said, by my God, I have run through a troop. No matter the forces, you overcome them. I said, no matter the forces, you overcome them. Then he said, by my God, I have leaped over what? No matter the resistance, I see you doing well in this life. Please listen to me. You can only do well with God. When God is out of your life, advancement is far away from you. So let's try to build a good relationship with him. Let's try to know him. Whatever that is taking us back. Whatever that is making our walk with God. Our first love. May God help us so that we can sit up well and work well with him. So that we can see real advance. <laughs> Many of you saw the beginning of this church. We began from a garage. We didn't have even one land. I said we began from a Some of you saw we began from a garage without a land. From there we rented somebody's beer bar at the back here. I'm talking about advancement. And from the beer bar. The Lord gave us this place and out of this place we have bought so many properties. So many. Ye yesterday, Pastor K and uh, McAfee went to the GHS, the other side. They said, hey, go and see. It's all glasses throughout. Glasses. Glass sliding, sliding windows for the classrooms. You pass and see. Everybody say advancement. Say advancement. Say with God, with God, with God. Say with God, say with God. I am advancing. Hallelujah. You are praying just one simple prayer today. Lord, help me to know you well. Whatever that is taking me back, that has made my life stagnant, that is making me to go backward in you, I drop that thing from today. I receive the grace. I receive the grace to walk with you. I receive the grace to, to be more closer. Please after me say in the name of Jesus. Father from today, Whatever has taken my first love. Say with conviction. Whatever has taken my first love. I drop it from today. 
I receive the grace to be closer and nearer to you. Help me, Lord, to know you better and better. In the Except let me say in the name of Jesus. From today, I drop whatever has taken the place of God in my life. And Lord, from today, I come back to you with my heart that you are my first love in the name of Jesus. Everything is second in my life. Therefore, I stand before you today. Let me see supernatural advancement in every area of my life. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for advancing my destiny. I declare that every limitation of our life is broken in the name of Jesus. May God cause you to see real advancement. May the hand of God come upon you. May your destiny be changed for the better. From today, may God rewrite your story. May God give you a new song. May God put testimonies in your mouth. In the name of Jesus. I declare that whatever has been the same for so long, God is advancing them from today. In the name of Jesus. And your heart is going after God after today. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.